from the headquarters of the Guild of Champions, this is the Chris Terrell Podcast. I am your host, Chris Terrell. And if you're new here, I've lost 125 pounds after a lifetime of chronic up, down, up, down, up, down, dieting, back and forth, back and forth, before I finally got sick and tired of being sick and tired and decided to make some meaningful and lasting changes to my actual baseline lifestyle that will result in weight loss over a prolonged period of time, preferably resulting in me maintaining it for the rest of my time on this earth. Now, if you are looking for tips on how to crash diet, what that latest new fad food is, or perhaps what's that new hot thing that's in, well, you've come to the wrong place because here you're gonna learn the common sense weight loss advice. And I'm a daily practitioner of this stuff. I'm never gonna ask you to do something that I have not actually done myself. Not like some theory, I went and tried it for a month and came and told you, no, no, no. This is the stuff I live every single day. I want to tell you about something that happened to me this week that was very jarring. I have not vocalized it yet. I wasn't even sure I was going to, but after listening to some stuff shared by those in my my membership, the Guild of Champions, I have decided I do want to share an experience because I want people to know that you're not crazy for experiencing this and I experience this even still to this day. It doesn't go away. So this isn't something like you lose the weight and this experience vanishes. It's still going to be there. But before I get into that, I'd love to invite you to come join my Facebook group. You can find a link to that by going to christerocoaching.com, scrolling down, and you'll find a little section there with free information. You can click it, it'll take you right to the Facebook group. Submit a request to join, we're gonna let you in. I'd love to have you there. Over 4,000 members now in that community. Also, if you have gotten some value out of the Chris Terrell podcast, if you don't mind, in your podcasting app, giving me a five-star review, If I haven't earned it, don't give it. Don't give it. But if I've earned it, I'd like to invite you to do that because it helps get the podcast in front of more people. I have reached a great many people, but I have not even scratched the surface of how many I desire to reach. I want to help millions of people lose weight and keep it off for the first time. And you can help me do that by helping me get the podcast in front of other people. So if you... Also have a favorite episode, maybe consider sharing it on your social media or sharing it with a friend or loved one that is seeking to lose some weight. I'd recommend having them start with episode 100. Wanda is a great introduction to who I am. And if you've not listened to episode 100 yourself, I'd like to invite you to go and listen to that one. It's a little longer than normal. It's a special episode, but it'll give you a lot of information about my backstory, about who I am, and what I stand for with weight loss. And it's important to know because of the story that I'm about to share with you right now. So I have lost, as I said, 125 pounds. I'm solidly in maintenance. I've I've been maintaining it now for years and I made the decision for the first time to start gaining weight on purpose. And this has been a very emotional experience for me. It's remarkable how similar it feels with losing weight. So I've got to get very real with you for a moment. You know, I'm I'm hesitant at this point in the journey to share a lot of what I currently go through because the struggles I face now are often very different than the struggles I was facing when I was losing weight. My journey didn't stop when I hit my goal weight. It has kept going, but I'm facing battles that I never could have handled before. And I'm using techniques that would not have been the right technique before, but they are the right technique now. But what's interesting is how there's sometimes some things that are the same. 
and I find that I'm still fighting the same battle that I was fighting all those years ago when I was first losing weight and making the changes in my life. And one of them was the fear of the unknown that comes from setting off to do something you've never done before but you know inside you want. In the beginning of my journey, I wanted to be thin. I wanted it desperately. I would never have admitted to anybody just how much I wanted it. I would tell people some, but I don't think there was a soul on this planet, alive or dead, that I ever told exactly just how badly I didn't want to be in my body. I wanted it to be different. I wanted it thinner. I wanted to be, but I didn't just want it thinner. I wanted to do the things I saw my brothers doing. I wanted to do the things I saw my friends doing. I, I watched my brothers go off and have these, and my sister have these awesome experiences with their body, like riding their bike for a long period of time. I was, on, I was visiting my brother many years ago in Hawaii. He was coming back from his first tour in Iraq. And I was going to get, I hadn't seen him in, in about four years due to just how our lives kept staying out of sync. And I was really excited to see him. And it was such a great trip. It was just incredible and to go see him in Hawaii of all places. It was me, him, and my dad. And he's taken, taken us all over the island. And there was this one point where he and some friends were, were together. And there was this little mountain, hill thing. To me, it looked like a mountain. I now think, I think he might have just saw it as a glorified hill. Um, and... He's like, oh, man, we want to see it from the top of there. Y'all, they might as well have just asked me to hike Mount Everest. And I wasn't particular. I mean, I was probably 245-ish, 250-ish at that point maybe. <clears throat> but I was not in the best of shape. And I was on my way on the upward trajectory. I was in a gaining weight uh, trajectory at this point. Um, and I remember saying, like, oh, I'm not going to do that. I can't do that. I made up some excuse. But really, I was like, I, I just, I think it'll suck too much. I don't think it'll be fun. I don't think I'll enjoy it because... Because my body's going to make sure I don't enjoy it. So he just said, well, we'll just run up there real quick. I'm like, what? And they were back in like 30 minutes or 20 minutes. And I remember it wasn't very long. And I was like, how the hell did you do that? Like that just seemed superhuman to me that he could do that. And I was like, how? How? Of course, I didn't say that. I kept that all on the inside. That was my inside voice. And I kept it inside. But inside, I wanted it. I wished I could do that. I felt sad. I felt FOMO. I felt like I missed out. I still, to this day, feel like I missed out. I don't know what he saw. They didn't have camera, a camera with him. This is before smartphones, like before the iPhone. And it's like, I don't know what they saw. I missed it. There's this plot of land that my family's had for years. And on it, there's this little bluff area you can climb up. And this last year, a year ago, my brother took me there. I've been going to this property for many years and not 300 feet away for the first time because my body will let me. I was able to walk out to this beautiful bluff and look out over this river and just like, this is amazing. I've never seen this. I've been just 300 meters, 300 yards, feet. I don't know. I could see the cabin from where I was and it wasn't that small. Like, like this has been here the whole time? And I didn't know. And I looked back at myself then just being like, man, 
You really did want it. And man, you really did miss out. There's a lot of views that I don't, I never got to see and I may never get to see because it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. So I'm telling you this because let me tell you one more thing that I've heard and I've, and I've been hearing this a lot recently and it shows up in several forms where a person feels shame at their body. They feel shame. Now, don't get me wrong. I have lived in that place where I felt shame with my body. And I've had to learn to separate that. I've had to learn to separate my self-worth from my body. Because when my self-worth was attached to my body, it triggered too much shame. Because the reality was... I didn't like my body as it was. I didn't like it. I didn't like living in it. I didn't enjoy it in any way. It was an unpleasant experience to exist in that body, and I knew it. I was not unaware of this reality. But I had once had my personal identity, my sense of self, my me, was attached to my body. So, I thought I was my body. And I learned on my journey, my long two and a half year weight loss journey, I learned the hard way that I am not, in fact, my body. I have a body. I live in it, but I am not it. Were my right arm to get cut off, I am not less of a man. I'm just simply a man that's now missing a right arm. Right? I'm still the same me. The me before my arm would be cut off and the me after would be the same me. But my experience in the world would radically shift instantaneously. All of a sudden, there would be things in this world that I once could do easily that would now in that moment be almost impossible. As an example, if I were to lose my right arm right now, I don't know how to tie my shoes with one hand. I'm sure it's possible because people with one hand tie their shoes all the time, I assume, but I don't know how to do that. There's, I don't know how to put on a button-up shirt one-handed. I always have to use two hands. So I, I know these are solvable, But what I'm getting is my body is going to impact my ability to navigate and interact with the world. It's going to impact my experiencing of life. But a person missing a right arm, they don't have, they should get to enjoy life just as much as somebody with two arms, right? I see no reason why they should be enjoying life less. Their life experience will be different, but they can enjoy it just as much. Now, that being said, If I were to today get my right arm cut off, I think I would be pretty pissed off about that. It's my favorite arm. I quite enjoy it a lot. I would be very grumpy. I don't think there's anything wrong with being upset at seeing something about your body and not liking it. Okay? I'm not going to sit here and blame you because you feel that. But there's a difference in seeing it and feeling it and recognizing it's there and then using that to fuel you to change 
and then wallowing in it. Like, there's a difference there. Wallowing in the shame, in the, dis- in the disapproval of the body isn't going to help anything because you're not moving towards change. It's okay to have pain be a factor to help propel you towards something better. It's okay to have some dissatisfaction with a present result, but you must separate you from your body. You've got to do that. And this is why this has helped me so much. Because I started realizing I have no reason to not like what I look like in the mirror. I have no reason to not like what I look like in pictures. First of all, everybody else already knows what I look like. I'm not walking around with a, with a cloak. Everyone sees me. But I don't see me unless I go look in a mirror or get a picture taken of me or be in a video. And it's okay to look at that and go, this body that's in front of me is a changeable thing. I'm not powerless to do anything about what I'm looking at. Just like if I have a house, I'm not powerless to change it. A kitchen that I once loved, I could now no longer like because my tastes changed. My interests changed. Now I want an open layout kitchen. Didn't much care before. Now I care because I got kids. Didn't have kids before. Now I got kids and I want to be in the room while everybody else is doing it. Your taste changed. You want to modify your house. It's okay to be like, I haven't been focused on my body for a while because I have been focused on taking care of my kids. I've been focused on working on my job. I've been focused on my career. I've been focused on this. But you know what? My tastes have changed. Now I'm interested in taking care of my body. Now I care. It's okay to literally just switch like that. And it's easier to do that when you're not looking at your body as a character assassination tool. As a thing to be like, oh, this is a representation of just how much I suck. Like, no. It is a representation of you not finding taking care of your body a priority. I mean, that's what mine was. I mean, you looked at me before. I didn't look like a person that took care of himself. Like my body self. I didn't. I took care of my mind as best as I knew how. I took care of my heart as best as I knew how. There was a lot of room for improvement, and I'm sure there still is now. That's okay. But when you begin to move forward towards a new thing that you've never done before, all of that has led to this moment, this thing I got to tell you, that was all just precursor to this. I am terrified of what might happen if I keep going with what I'm doing. I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm terrified. And I know there's no reason to be terrified, but I am terrified. And let me tell you what I'm terrified of. It's the same thing I've been terrified of the entire time. Uncontrolled weight regain that I am powerless to stop. The terror and fear of that is real. It's never gone away. I've, I would like it very much to go away. I hope that one day it does. But as of today, right now, Friday, May 26th at 1.56 p.m. Central Standard Time, I am not free of that fear. 
I have maintained my weight for years. I'm very comfortable with how I maintain my weight. I am very comfortable with how I control my weight. I have no evidence to support this fear. None that I can come up with. It is just a fear that's there. Some days, it's really intense. Some days, it's really not. And I haven't yet figured out how to, how to control when it happens. I know what to do if it shows up, and I'll get to that. I know how to handle it, but I haven't yet been able to figure out how to stop it from ever showing up, and I've tried many a technique, and I'm still working through them. I, I suspect the answer might be time, though. Like I might need to let more time pass, but we'll find out. Anyway, the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because I remember when I was first losing my weight being so afraid of failing again, of losing control for a moment or a day or a weekend, and then I just never get control back. And I slippery slope myself all the way back up to where I started plus more. I was very scared of that for a while. And every time I let myself ease off the gas and choose to be imperfect, I was terrified for a very long time. Like, I've never not been terrified. I'm scared every time, every time I choose to not be perfect because I know it's a choice. It is. I learned on my journey something I can't unlearn. I didn't, I'm, when I'm about to tell you, I'm about to tell you this is a past tense belief. I used to truly believe I lost control, that I was not in control of what I was doing with the food. I couldn't stop myself. I did believe that. I did believe I couldn't do anything about my weight and that I was powerless to the weight gain, that there was something wrong with me. And I've now learned that when I choose not to be perfect, or see, it slipped out right there, that when I'm not perfect, it's not because I was out of control. It's because I chose not to be. Every time. It's always been a conscious choice in a moment. And I didn't know how to respond after I made the choice. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to handle it. It often did in the past caused me to take the slippery slope backwards. And so I had to, over the course of my journey, learn how to not backslide so far. I had to learn how to get back to being on program, so to speak, as quickly as possible. But my gosh, that fear of the regain for me has always been so real. It's right there. It's always right there. I don't have to work hard to let that fear manifest within me, to feel it. And I know where that fear comes from. It comes from my worry and doubt. It comes from me being worried that I might regain the weight. It comes from me doubting whether I'll be able to do it. I've lost the weight, but I also know that it's my journey's not done. I have to continue to fight the fight to keep the weight off. And my goal is to find a way I can do it for the rest of my life and be happy. That's my goal. 
and it's taking some trial and error, but I also want to continue to grow as a person. And when losing weight, I remember in the beginning, I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea if it was going to work. I didn't have a me to listen to. That's why I'm here. I want to be the podcast I wished I had. I didn't have anybody to listen to. I had nobody to talk to that had lost weight like I had lost. And, and anybody I talked to was only, was always thin or, you know, cause I didn't know, I didn't know of any coaches or anybody that was as big as I was and had gotten to where I truly wanted to be, which is thin and in shape. I, I didn't know anybody that had done that and I had nobody's brain to pick. And when I'd go online to research, it was so much information. I would get so overwhelmed so fast because everything I found, I found something that contradicted it. And I was terrified. At first, it wasn't so bad because I was losing it slowly. So it wasn't like I had changed a lot. But it, the more progress I experienced, the more weight I lost, the greater the fear became. Because I didn't even fully understand why I was why it was working at first. It, I had to figure that I, I was getting lucky by just I learned that just acting will work for a while. Just taking action and constantly changing things up will kind of work for a little bit. Doesn't work for a long time, but it works for a little while. Because even a broke clock is right twice a day. So I was, you know, getting lucky at first. I made a couple of great decisions like only eat when I'm hungry. Start moving, get steps, don't restrict any food, get your sleep. Like I, I made some simple choices because I decided to pick things I couldn't fail at. But those weren't going to be enough to get me to where I wanted to go. I had to keep leveling up and I didn't know what to do. And I was scared. I was doubtful. I was worried. And many times I wanted to just stop out of fear. You know, because I'm doing all these things and I'm not getting my results on the scale. The scale's not going down sometimes. And I'm having to do the work without my reward. And it was hard. As time went on, my confidence grew because I had my own life experience to be like, well, gosh, I mean, it's worked out so far. I mean, that ought to give me some confidence, right? And then I was also studying and learning. I became a voracious studier of weight loss information. And as I kept doing it for months and months and months and months and months and months and months, and months I started to learn how to shift my, sift my way through the bullshit. I started to learn how to understand when I'm reading truth and when I'm reading fiction with weight loss because I had gotten past the fad diet stuff. I, I have topics within weight loss. I can say I have spent over 100 hours studying on a single aspect of weight loss. And I have many things like that. Over the course of my journey, my knowledge began to expand and my fear began to subside. It never went away though. It's still there. And I've been at really good peace with that fear for a while. It's really not really messed with me much for a while because I've just been maintaining my weight on purpose. That was the goal to maintain with intention after I lost it. I did that. And then just as I tell everybody else to do, I started to feel the itch. I'm accomplishing a goal, which was to maintain my weight for two years. I've done that. And now it's time to set a new goal with my body. It's time to see if I can change it again on purpose. 
And I started looking at myself in the mirror the last six months, thinking about this, feeling the call within me that it's time to do something different. And I kept asking myself, but what? What do you want, self? What matters? What, what sounds fun? What, what sounds worth it? What seems like it would be worth the hassle? Because I know that no matter what I pick, no matter what direction I go, it's going to be a bunch of hassle to get there. Because it's much easier to stay where I'm at right now than to change. And I don't feel yet that I have reached my potential of what I'm capable of learning and doing. And so as I was doing this, I started asking myself, well, what scares you the most? As I thought about it, I realized I'm scared of gaining weight. I'm scared of gaining weight. And I stay as far away from it as I can. And in some small way, without even realizing it, I had let fear sneak into my life a little bit too much. And now, I was looking at what I was doing and saying, I'm fine here, I'm safe. My comfort zone began to shrink. And I realized, I now know what I must do. I have always taught, you need to go towards your fear. Your fear is what is going to light the way to what you want but it's going to scare the shit out of you sometimes. And I, I have had, had zero intention of gaining weight. I had planned to stay between 165 and 170 for quite some time. Quite some time. But in this moment, I knew I must face my fear. I must look at my fear in the face and feel it and then act anyway. And move towards it. And so I made the decision to put on some muscle mass. To gain some weight. To become heavier. To do the thing I fought for so long to never do again. And it scares me. I weigh every day. I get on the scale. I stand on it. And I look down. I've been emotionally divorced from the scale for quite some time now. And now it's starting to challenge my resolve. I stand on it and I can feel the scale trying to grab my thoughts and tell me what to think. Tell me how to feel. Tell me what to do. I can feel it. I can feel it there again because I'm, I'm doing something that scares me and the scale's a part of it. I wasn't scared to maintain weight. I've proven to myself a while ago I know how to do that. I'm not worried anymore. But gaining weight under control, that scares me because of my past because this is the thing that I failed to conquer for so long and I managed just to get away from gaining weight and now I'm walking back to it to face the old challenger again you see somebody that's been thin their whole life and deciding to put on some muscle mass I don't know what their struggle is I don't know what this is like for them mentally and emotionally. But I know for me, this is scary. This is scary. Because I'm showing myself in a way that's beyond theory, but that's practical application, that I'm in control and that I'm not my body. My body is a thing that I'm in control of. Now where it's a we are symbiotic. 
We are harmonious. I need my body and my body needs my mind. But I'm the one in charge and I want to make sure I'm taking care of my body as best as I can so it can take care of me. And I decided to gain muscle for a couple of reasons. One of which is I decided there's nothing wrong with me wanting to look a particular way. I spent the majority of my life believing I it would be wrong and vain and arrogant to care about how I look and to want to actively shape or control the shape and figure of my body. I've now learned that it is muscle mass. It gives you all that, and I am in control of that. And there is a shape I would like to have with my body. I've never had it. I want to know if I can do it, so I'm going to see if I can. I don't see any reason why I can't, so let's go for it. And that involves there's some areas of my body that need more muscle mass to give me that shape. I also have been learning because I'd like to live to 100. That's my current goal. And I've been learning what do I, what are some things I can be doing now that will, that are pretty solid, that are pretty easy, that will help me increase my longevity of life, both in quality and quantity of years. And pretty much regularly, muscle mass keeps coming up. Like muscle mass keeps coming up over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again that it is important. Not got to be some big bodybuilder, but that you need plenty. And I'd like to be able to fall when I'm 80 years old and it'd be a non-issue. Like I'd like to be able to fall, get up and go about my day and no one knows and I never tell anybody because nothing happened. I just tripped and fell. Like that's what I want to be like when I'm 80. And so I realized, well, it's not going to get easier to put on the muscle mass. So let's add a little bit now rather than me waiting to decide later to do it. And then lastly, I knew I needed to face my fear. And so I, Chris Darrell, am gaining weight for the first time. I have crossed my top threshold. As part of my maintenance strategy, 170 pounds was my cap. If I saw above 170 pounds for two weeks in a row, I was to immediately go back into a calorie deficit and steer myself back down to 165 and then ease off the gas and then do a root cause analysis and see why I gained the weight in the first place. If it's no big deal, then just continue on with life just fine. And I've only had to do it once in two years. And it was a one-week thing, so it was no big deal. Most of it was inflammation, turned out. This week, I've crossed it twice consecutively. And my mind has been fighting me at every turn. I've been feeling fear of overeating, even though I'm tracking my calories and I know I'm good at it. I know I'm fine. It has been terrifying me to eat when I'm not hungry because I've had years of not eating unless I'm hungry. And I feel very different because having this much food in me all the time means I'm almost never hungry. (laughs) I'm also experiencing, though, that when I'm always this fueled up, I can work out really, really hard. That's pretty cool. That's a nice little benefit. I can work out really hard now. I mean, I could work out hard before, but I can work out really hard now. Um, and that's fun. And already my body has started changing shape. It's subtle. It's very subtle, but I like it. I like what's happening. But I have felt immense fear in this moment with a second week and I am not going back into a deficit. This was the plan to allow myself to do this. I'm not going against plan. This has been a slow thing where I've been working towards this for months of what I was going to do. About every other day, I think about quitting this going and then just going back into a deficit 
to get back to my weight range that I want to be at, which is already the plan is to go back into a deficit. But essentially, I'm in what is called a bulking phase. After a bulking phase will come a cutting phase where I will remove the extra body fat on my body by dieting, and then I'll go back to maintaining my weight. That's the plan. And no reason I can't do that. Like that's pretty, it's a pretty standard plan. Pretty nothing, nothing crazy here. And I have no timetable. So I'm not even in a hurry. I'm not, not like doing a competition or something. Like I'm just, it's just for funsies. And so I, I'm not worried about any of this happening. And it's been a slow thing, but wow, the fear. The fear is real. It's the same fear I felt when I was losing weight because I don't know if it's going to work. I have all the evidence in front of me to believe everything's fine. I have all the evidence now at this point behind me to believe that it's going to be just fine. I have evidence everywhere to show me that it's going to be just fine. And yet, and yet, I feel fear. But I know that by just continuing to have faith in myself and my ability to solve this, as I continue to increase my understanding through study, enhancing my awareness, and as I begin to reassure myself with my own words by journaling aloud on this podcast episode to you, I know that I'm going to turn my fear around. I know that I'll be able to keep going and I'm not worried about it. I know that it's okay if I feel the fear. It's okay. It's real. I know it's real. My fear is letting me know that this is important to me. My fear is letting me know that my body is an important thing to me. And that my fear is letting me know that I do in fact want to take care of it. And that I'm not being cavalier with what I'm doing. I'm taking this seriously. I have no reason to be worried about the fact that my fear is here. I like to get on stage from time to time and do performance and singing and speaking. And one time I was talking to somebody about nerves and they were saying how they get, they get all their nerves in their stage fright before and it makes them all jittery and scared. And I remember thinking to myself, that's weird. I get them too. And yet it makes me feel a heightened sense of things with increased awareness. It makes me feel sharp. It makes me feel ready. It makes me feel like I, kn- I took this seriously, like it matters, like I'm going to try. That's what it feels like. And yet that same emotion, somebody else calls it fright, stage fright, and they want their answer is to run away from, and it means that they're going to do something wrong. How interesting. I found that with weight loss, you're going to feel the fear, and it's okay. It's okay to feel the fear. It's okay to acknowledge that it's real. However, the fear doesn't have to stop you. You can push through it by taking that fear and recognizing that it's there to serve you. It's there to help you. It's there to guide you to what you want, but you've gotta be brave enough and courageous enough to look at it and to walk towards it. Your fear is you. Who are you? You're not your name. You were just given that. You're not your body. It's a loner. One day you're going to have to give it back. Who are you? That you. That you is worthy of all the self-love, all the happiness and joy and peace in the world right now. That person deserves, that entity deserves to be documented, to have pictures and videos showing where you are so that you in the future can look back and see where you've been. 
as you begin to separate you, your self-worth, your sense of identity from your physical form, you're going to feel a sense of peace and comfort with your body. That doesn't mean the fear won't be there though. That doesn't mean anything's wrong because the fear is. It means you're challenging. It means you're pushing. It means you're striving. You're wandering into the unknown. Just hear your fear out. And you'll get there. Have a great week. Enjoy the rest of your weight loss journey. I'll see you next week on the Chris Terrell Podcast.